And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater. Clones Liniment presents Gangbusters. At war, marching against the underworld. From coast to coast, gangbusters, police, the G-men, our government agents, marching against the underworld. Tonight, the case of a ghostly prisoner roaming the countryside unrecognized. A mountaineer farmer with a mysterious complex about burglary. A murder in a trailer camp. That's tonight's gangbusters. Now picture our setting as a special office turned over to gangbusters by Commissioner Louis J. Valentine of the New York City Police for a proxy interview between Colonel H. Norman Schwarzkopf, United States Army, and Edgar Sims, Chief of Police, Alexandria, Virginia. Colonel Schwarzkopf. Chief Sims, in these times of hidden enemies within our nation, tonight's case is very timely. It is, Colonel Schwarzkopf, and tonight's case is a very exciting one. You make it sound very unusual, Colonel. It is, Frank, about an unusually vicious criminal. Well, Colonel, I don't want to seem to step over into your department, but I know a criminal who, in his way, is just as undesirable. I'm talking about muscular distress, and anyone who has felt that insidious sudden ache or pain knows just what I mean. Still, I'm happy to report this particular felon has met his match. For the past 50 years, Sloan's liniment has been busy driving the soreness and stiffness out of aching, painful muscles, bringing quick and comforting relief to millions all over the world. Sloan's is the pat-on liniment that works like a heat treatment. All you do is pat on Sloan's. That's all. Just pat it on the sore place. And then like a heat treatment, that gentle warmth seems to get right at that knot of trouble in your stiff neck or sore back. If you haven't a bottle of Sloan's on your medicine shelf right now, be sure to ask your druggist for Sloan's liniment when you're doing your shopping tomorrow. All right, Colonel Schwarzkopf. Well, Chief Sims, at what point do you intend to start tonight's case? August 21st, 1938, at 7.15 that morning, in an outlying section of McCreary County in the Kentucky Hills, Mrs. Godfrey was struggling with a dog in a farmyard. Now, now hold still. Open your mouth, Tiger, like a good dog. Lie still there now. Here, Tiger. Open your mouth. Howdy, Mrs. Godfrey. Oh, What's the trouble? Plenty's the trouble, Mr. Buchanan. Help me with my dog here, will you? What's the matter? He's been poisoned. Hold his jaws open while I pour this vinegar down his throat. Now, look out, he don't bite you. Yeah, I got him. But just vinegar won't help him. I don't reckon. Why, vinegar's always good for poison, so I've heard. Yeah, quiet. Hold him, Mr. Buchanan. Uh, uh, oh. 
Dr. Vinegar bottle right out of my hand. Look out. I've got to let him go. He's yeah. trying to bite me. I never thought you had it in you to shoot even a dog, Mr. Buchanan. I'm sorry, Mrs. Godfrey, but he was in such pain he'd have bitten both of us. Mm. Poor tiger. I guess we should have shot him ourselves when we first found him like this. How long ago was that? Half an hour ago, just before Mr. Godfrey left. Where'd Mr. Godfrey go? Sheriff. Somebody poisoned Tiger and then robbed the house while we was asleep. Hmm. That's right funny. What? I got my trailer parked over at the tourist camp in Pulaski County. Well, what about it? Well, just before I left the trailer camp, I heard three farmhouses over there were robbed last night. And in every case, the dogs were poisoned. Hmm. Well, we'll see what the sheriff has to say. Oh, I uh, suppose, Mr. Buchanan, you've brought the wicker seat and willow basket I ordered last spring. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've got those things already woven for you, Mrs. Godfrey. They're right in the car, and I'll get them for you. Attention, all southeast Kentucky sheriffs and police. Eight houses burglarized last night while occupants were asleep. Watchdogs poisoned before each robbery... Oh, there you are, Mrs. Godfrey. Looking at cars yourself tonight, huh? Ah, Mr. Buchanan, you're quite a stranger. You didn't stop by on your way north this spring. No, I didn't, Mrs. Godfrey. This year I got some wonderful new baskets to sell. Oh? I wove every one of them myself. Mr. Godfrey home? No, seems like Mr. Godfrey's never home when you call, Mr. Buchanan. Not a seem worried. Well, Mr. Godfrey does go away from home a heap more than he used to. He ain't been the same since that time we got robbed last year. How do you mean, ma'am? Well, he swears he's going to catch the burglar who robbed us and kill him. He's left standing word with the sheriff to call him up any hour, night or day, when there's another burglary hereabouts. You mean there's been more robberies since last year? Oh, mercy me. One last night over in Wilton and another one night before last in Four Acre. Mr. Godfrey says there'll be another one tonight, too. Another tonight? Mm-hmm. How does your husband get all this advanced information? Seems like he just feels it in his bones. Like last night. Fine, Mr. Godfrey was off for the sheriff's on a hunch almost three quarters of an hour before the sheriff called him up about the Wilton robbery. Hmm. These robberies have been going on regular in these parts, Mrs. Godfrey. Yeah, they sure have the come and go bespasm. Well, if you'll come up to the house, I'll uh, look over your basket. Yeah, let me carry those milk pails. Oh, thank you. Don't you get a little frightened, Mrs. Godfrey, staying alone so many nights while Mr. Godfrey's away? No, Mr. Godfrey's going to fix up the farm with burglar alarms. We won't depend on a watchdog anymore. Oh. Attention. Third burglary in southeast Kentucky on third night in succession. Godfrey Farmhouse, village second time in two years. Watchdog poison. Warning. New outbreak of robberies in Greene County, Tennessee. Same localities burglarized as were looted mysteriously last year at same time. As Colonel Schwarzkopf, the Cumberland Mountain region was up in arms by this time, but the wave of burglary subsided as quickly as it had arisen, just as it did the year before. Then another year passed, 
And another epidemic of robberies broke out, Chief Sims? Yes, but not in the same territory, Colonel Schwarzkopf. From July to November 1940, dwellings were burglarized through northern Virginia. In the office of Fairfax County, Virginia, Detective Henry McGarrity and Detective Lieutenant A.R. Stanley of the Alexandria City Police questioned one of the recent robbery victims. Mr. Wilkins, just before your house was burglarized, there were a couple of strangers seen around your place. Yes, Detective Stanley. The day before my house was robbed, a fellow came around and he tried to sell me some baskets and seat covers he'd woven. Hmm, he came around to sell you woven baskets and seat covers, eh? Yes, Detective McGarity. And the next day, he came back again. Returned the day after the robbery, huh? Yes, sir. He said he thought that I'd told him I might think over buying some of his goods. You ever see this man before, Mr. Wilkins? No, but he sold one of my neighbors a willow bark basket. And he mentioned having a trailer over at the tourist camp by Alexander. Uh, what about the other man who came to see you, Mr. Wilkins? Well, he acted kind of like a nut. He said his name was Godfrey, and he came from down in Kentucky. Said his own house had been robbed twice, and two of his watchdogs killed. And it got him so mad that he'd been chasing around the country ever since, trying to catch the burglar who did it. He's uh, supposed to be the best shot in Kentucky, too. Didn't you tell me this Godfrey showed up at your house a few hours after the robbery? Yes, sir. Must have driven like the wind to get here from the Cumberland Mountains. It's over a 600-mile trip. The uh, report on the robbery didn't go out on a teletype until nearly dawn, did it, Lieutenant Stanley? 525, to be exact. Hmm. A basket wheeler at a trailer camp in Alexandria and a mountain farmer from Kentucky, both showing up the day after Wilkins' house was burglarized. Ah, something very strange here. Chief Sims, I know this case is approaching its climax. And the most stirring and spectacular one, too, Colonel Schwarzkopf. Yes, but uh, before you tell us about it, Frank Gallup would like to make a few predictions. Well, predicting the future isn't as difficult as it sounds, Colonel Schwarzkopf. For instance, I can predict right now that hundreds of thousands of people are going to be plagued by muscular aches and pains during the next six or seven months. How do I know? Because that time of year is known as liniment time when folks everywhere count on Sloan's to avoid needless discomfort caused by simple muscular distress. Most of them are already prepared with a full bottle of Sloan's liniment ready and waiting on the medicine shelf for the first twinge of pain. Now, for those of you who are not ready, I have this friendly tip. Get a bottle of Sloan's at your favorite drugstore as soon as possible. Muscular aches and pains, as you know only too well, strike suddenly, without warning. Overexertion on your job, a slight accident, or overexposure to blustery wind and rain often results in stiff, sore muscles that make your life miserable. When you have a bottle of dependable Sloan's liniment handy, though, you can expect quick and comforting relief in just about a jiffy. Sloan's, you know, is the pat-on liniment. That's all you do, just pat it on the sore place. And like a heat treatment, Sloan's goes right to work, helping to loosen and relax those tight muscles. So make sure you have a bottle of Sloan's liniment on your medicine shelf at all times. Well, Colonel Schwarzkopf, I've finished with my predictions. What did Lieutenant Stanley find in that trailer camp? I was just going to ask that question of Chief Sims myself, Frank. Chief Sims, did Lieutenant Stanley and Detective McGarrity go to the trailer camp at Alexandria, Virginia? Yes, Colonel Schwarzkopf. But the basket weaver Buchanan, whom they were looking for, had left. The other campers told the investigators Buchanan had set off with his trailer for the Cumberland Gap. The Virginia police thereupon got in touch with Middlesbrough's captain of police, Barton. Wallace, Deputy King, 
Yes, Captain Martin? Come on, me, Captain Martin. Yes, uh, here's a flash from the Virginia police. They want us to pick up Clyde Buchanan for questioning. The trailer's parked at the trailer camp just outside of Middlesbrough here. Well, well, I've known Clyde Buchanan all my life, Captain Martin. Why do you suppose the Virginia police want Buchanan for questions? Well, I'm puzzled. Clyde Buchanan's a fine man. But we'd better go out to the trailer camp and see him. Yeah, that's Buchanan's trailer right at the end of this lane. Look, Captain Barton. Hmm? Buchanan's coming out to meet us. Hello, Sheriff Wallace. Captain Barton. Buchanan. What brings you gents out here? Well, Clyde, to tell you the truth, we've come to see you. Me? What for? Well, the Virginia police seem to think you've had something to do with some robberies. You don't mean you're arresting me. That's the most... There's some kind of mistake here. All right, I'll go with you and straighten it out. This way I get a hat and coat. Now, just a minute, Clyde. You got a gun on you? I always carry a gun. You know that. Driving nights and stopping in lonely places sometimes like I do. Well, you'd better give us the gun, Buchanan. Sure. Sure. I'll give you that gun. Oh, right. He's got the chair. Stop! Hold, Buchanan! You stop, Captain! Where you are! I'm shooting you too, Deputy. Not if I get you first. You're crazy trying to shoot it out with me, Deputy. I shot the gun right out of your hand. Now I'm finishing the job. Oh, no. Your gun's empty. The sheriff, Tate. Hold it. Get your gun. There he goes. Into those scoreboards. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. I am. I'm County Attorney Fred Miller. And I'm Detective McGarrity from Fairfax County, Virginia. We're the ones who sent you the call if we want to be cannon for questions. I know. Now we want him for murder. Yeah, so I've heard. If it's burglary evidence you're looking for, you'll find plenty in Buchanan's trailer over there. Chloroform, several different kinds of poison, and more money than a man could honestly make weaving baskets. Uh, what about this fellow Godfrey? His actions struck us as suspicious, too. Godfrey? Yeah. Oh, you mean Farmer Godfrey? That's right. Well, he's innocent, but I don't know how long he's going to be. Oh, what do you mean by that? They tell me Godfrey's set off without authority as a one-man posse to track Buchanan down by himself. Now, if Godfrey does catch him, he'll kill him. He's cracked on the subject. When are you starting after Buchanan? Right away. We're giving the bloodhounds a scent now. Come on, Lawrence, like. Oh, thanks. Here you are, boy. Take a good smell of this. Now, what's that? That's part of one of Buchanan's shirts. You take another sniff, boy. That's it. Say, this dog don't look big enough to travel with a pack. He's still a puppy. Never been out before, but this case will get him training. He's cunning, little thing. Ah, uh, here you are, puppy. Come on now, sniff again. <laughs> That's a good little puppy. All ready, men? All right, let the hounds off the leash. That's funny, Miller. The hounds led us right up this mountain trail. Now they're running around in circles again. Uh, they've, they've lost the scent, McGarrity. Buchanan knows his mountains and his dogs. 
He's crossed his high and dry railroad bed so the wind would carry off a scent. Well, I'd be... Say, where's the little fella? Little fella? Yeah, the puppy. Well, George, you're right. Where is he? Hip up. Here, Tiny. Come on, Tiny. Go get him, boys. Go find your little pal. Here, Tiny. Come on, pup. Look. There goes one of the hounds down that ravine. After him, boys. Go get him. They picked up Buchanan's trail again, I guess. They picked up something fresh, but they don't act as though they were on Buchanan's trail. Come on. Right. Hey, men. Follow us. Well, here's the bottom of the valley. Now, where are the hounds? Listen. See, they found something over there in that thicket. What's that? Come on. There's somebody in there. Hello? Posse! Around that thicket! Go, McGarry. Right. All right, down, down, boys, down, down, quiet. All right, youngster, climb down out of that tree. Hey, this young fellow's hurt. He's got a big gash on his head. No, I'm all right now. What happened, young fellow? I don't know. I, I was hunting squirrels, and all of a sudden something hit me on the head. When I came to, my rifle and squirrels were gone. There was a little dog sniffing a piece of raw meat, and then the whole pack came A little the... dog? Where? Right over there, where the big hounds are. All right, go away, go away, boys. Go away. Get away from that meat. Dead. A poor little pup. Yes. Buchanan must have had a vial of poison on him and poisoned this piece of squirrel meat to throw the hounds off again. That dirty yellow skunk. Uh, he was a good hound. He's been killed on his first hunt. But he set us back on that killer's trail. Buchanan can't be very far away. Say, if you fellas are a posse, I'd like to go along with you. I'd like my rifle back. Great Scott, I'd forgotten that. Buchanan has this boy's rifle now. Son, you better stay behind. We'll bring your rifle back for you. And Buchanan, dead or alive. Come on, hound, sniff. Take another smell of this shirt. Good smell. That's it. Now, don't lose the scent again. All right, all right, that's enough. Now, go find him. Go find the rifle killed your little pal. <laughs> Buchanan went all right, McGarrity. Dog's lost the trail again at the foot of this cliff. That means that Buchanan must have climbed up the cliff. But he never could reach the top, Miller. No, he's most likely in that cave halfway up or a crevice above it. We'll just wait till the rest of the posse have taken that position. Down out of there, Buchanan. You know I'll go up and get you. Who's that? That wasn't one of our posse. It's Father Godfrey back of that rock. Godfrey? Yes. You got to stop him from committing murder. Hey, Godfrey, keep out of this. I'll keep out of nothing. I'm going to get that kill of Buchanan. I'll have to go over there and stop him. Yeah, but you'll expose yourself to Buchanan if you do. Buchanan's held his fire so far that the chance I'll have to take. You stay here and keep that cape. All right. You're a fool, Attorney Miller. Buchanan might have picked you off crawling over here like that. You look here, Godfrey. Buchanan's saving his fire to let mean something. What's more than you've been doing. I'll shoot it out for Buchanan any day. I'll stand in the open and let him stay in that cave and still knock the finger off his trigger when I see his gun flash. He's robbed my home twice and he's a killer. You'll have to have mighty good eyesight, Godfrey, to see a gun flash up in that dark cave. I ain't fixing to stay here. 
I'm going up after Buchanan right now. You move one foot beyond this rock, and I'll shoot you. Why, that snake in a grass Buchanan robbed my house twice, poisoned two of my dogs. And you shoot me if I go after him. What kind of law is that? It's law and order, Godfrey. You can't take the law into your own hands. That's my duty. Well, well what are you planning to do? I'm going to make a dash for that boulder up ahead. I'm going up after Buchanan myself. Well, all right. I'll hold my fire. But if you can't get you, I won't hold off any longer. All right, that's the promise, Godfrey. Wish me luck. <laughs> Garrity. Well, what are you doing here? I thought I told you to stay back. I made a dash for this rock just the same as you did, Miller. We'll be mighty lucky if he doesn't get one of us. Buchanan, we know you're up in that cave. You'd better surrender, Buchanan. Buchanan isn't biting. I'll try once more. Come down, Buchanan, or we're coming up for you. <laughs> that got a response all right. That bullet came within a split inch of my ear. That was a warning that Buchanan doesn't intend to be taken alive. Hey, look, there he goes, peeping out of the cave. He's making it to the crevice above, we'll have a better cover. Well, it's now or never. You've got him, Miller. Yes, You've got him. Yes, he's falling, and he'll land right here at our feet. Well, there he is. Don't look much like a killer now. That's the end of Buchanan. And the end of a mystery of poisoned dogs and burglaries in Kentucky. Colonel Schwarzkopf, the final revelation that widely respected Clyde Buchanan had been the secret scourge of three states was a shock to the countryside. I can understand that, Chief Tim. He was a man who really led a double life. Colonel Schwarzkopf, this may surprise you, but Sloan's liniment leads a double life, too. Men and women with tough jobs now keep a bottle of Sloan's in their lockers at plants and factories, as well as on the medicine shelves at home. You see, Sloan's is so easy to use that all you need are a few minutes at lunchtime or during a rest period. With Sloan's, there's no need for hard, painful massaging. All you have to do is tap Sloan's liniment on, and then relax for a while. And as you do, Sloan's penetrating warmth goes to work like a heat treatment. While almost no time at all, Sloan's helps you find quick and comforting relief. Don't let the suffering caused by simple muscular aches and pain slow you down. Let Sloan's help you maintain the top speed all America is aiming for. The top speed America needs in every job, your job. Protect yourself from the stiffness and soreness that so frequently follows accident, overexertion, or overexposure to bad weather. Pick up a bottle of Sloan's liniment tomorrow on the way down to work and keep it in your locker always. And now, Gangbusters Clues. Wanted. Most dangerous and ruthless criminals at large today. Number one. Basil Hugh Banghart, alias the Owl. 42, 5 feet 8 inches, 156 pounds, graying chestnut hair, blue-gray eyes, distinguishing marks. Hair comes to arrow points, bald left and right front. Hair comes to arrow points. Bald, left and right front. May wear 2P to cover this. Wrinkles across forehead. 
wrinkled across forehead, raised scar upper right chin, raised scar upper right chin, mole left cheek, mole on left cheek. Eyes have owl-like appearance. Eyes have owl-like appearance. May wear glasses to cover owl-like eyes. May wear hat or toupee to cover bald spots front of head. May wear glasses to cover owl-like eyes. Urgently wanted criminal number two. Roger Tui, 44, 5 feet 5 and 3 quarter inches, 139 pounds, Drain, chestnut hair, blue eyes, distinguishing marks, hawk-like nose turns to left, hawk-like nose turns to left, mole below right side of nose, mole below right side of nose, prominent lump left side of neck, prominent lump left side of neck, lower lip turns under, lower lip Turns under, amputated right thumb tip, right thumb tip, amputated, may wear gloves to cover this defect. Urgently wanted criminal number three. Matthew Nelson, 40, 5 feet 10 and 3 quarter inches, 149 pounds, chestnut hair, Scar, right forehead, deep set, grayish blue eyes, protruding chin, repeating, scar, right forehead, deep set, grayish blue eyes, protruding chin. Urgently wanted criminal number four. James O'Connor, 36, 5 feet 5 and 3 quarters inches, 157 pounds. Dark, wavy hair, yellow-gray eyes, gunshot wound just above left elbow, left arm stiffened, repeating, left arm stiffened from effects of gunshot wound above elbow. Urgently wanted criminal number five. William Stewart, 45, 6 feet, 1 half inch, 179 pounds, dark graying hair, Long, straight nose, greenish gray eyes, round receding chin, has upper plate of false teeth, lower bridge of false teeth, mole, upper left part of head, star, tip left index finger, repeating, upper plate of false teeth, lower bridge of false teeth, mole, upper left part of head, star, tip left index finger, Urgently wanted criminal number six. Sinclair McEnany, 31, 5 feet 9 and 1 half inches, 159 pounds, wavy brown hair, short nose, yellow slate eyes, heavy brows, scar base of left thumb, scar base of left thumb. These subjects wanted for recent escape, Statesville Penitentiary, Joliet, Illinois. Governor, State of Illinois, has offered reward $1,000.
for information leading to apprehension or delivery each these men to Statesville Penitentiary. Warning, these men reported armed and extremely dangerous. These men armed and extremely dangerous. If you have any information concerning these clues, notify your local police, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or gangbusters at once. And now, here's what Philip H. Lord has planned for next week. Gangbusters, friends, next week for Sloan's Liniment, the startling case of the Wolverine, the slinking terror of the Northland who stole out of the giant forest to strike with snarling savagery, midnight vigil in a deserted railroad station, and the eerie voice that came over the telephone. The paper napkin that led to the lonely, snowbound cabin. Then, the race between the thundering express train and the police on a handcar in a desperate attempt to capture the Wolverine. That's next week's Sloan's Liniment presentation of Gangbusters. Gangbusters is a Philip H. Lord production which has originated in New York. Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind with WBW Theater.